to the Super Les Yes. Back in the basement, or the studio, as it's sometimes called, after being stood up by an old co-worker of mine. Sense. Promised he'd be here today. Promised. He gave me his word. <laughs> my word is my bond. My word is my bond. And it'll find you anywhere, unless it's in Harrisburg, where I already live. Yeah. I can't get there. Unless it's afternoon. <laughs> unless it's before 3 p.m. when I wake up. It's our first black guest who stood us up and didn't show up. <laughs> And he, all we had were black topics like Popeyes. Yeah, yeah I was going to be like, so Popeyes chicken, the king of chicken restaurants, or is that still Chick Fil A? Is that Church's Elbow Bump? Yeah, Elbow no, Bump. Have you have you been to Crown Fried Chicken? What's it like over there? I'm sure you've been there. You probably worked there a couple times. Next time, you almost upset he didn't show up with that. Like, oh, I just thought you would because I'm too scared to go there even in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> terrified of going there. Period. But you went to high school like half a mile away. Like, yeah, I'd never go back yeah, there. A strong divide of where the high school ended and where I went beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Very, like, there might as well... I be, never took a right when I left high school. Yeah, there might as well have just been a long dividing fence that just ended at the school and just cut off the rest of Market Street. Because there was no fucking chance you walked any further down that street. No. You... There might as well, like, if you put an aerial camera above the school and, like, watched as the bell rang, you could have probably seen a very strong divide of students, the white side-headed left and oh, the black side-headed yeah. right. Just like, oh, that's okay. Like that's oil what... and water just separating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just divided completely. Yeah. It's one of those areas that you hear, like, people from the, like, when mom went there, it was a white neighborhood, and it just, you know, slowly, like, white people moved further away from the city, and black yeah. people are like, oh, these are affordable. Yeah. No, I mean, I knew quite a lot of people who lived, like, right next to the school, too. White? A few people, actually. A few white kids. But there were a lot of black kids around there, too. But, yeah, no, like, because, like, directly across the street, we're still kind of, like, suburbs a little bit. But because there was also another school just up the block that was also, like, heavily had a black uh, population. Oh, yeah. It's probably, like, 90% black. Yeah, I had It looked gorgeous it was, from the outside. It was a nicer school than ours by the end of it. And we were a private school. You had to pay to go to our school. I know. I wish I could have got a tour on CD, or uh, for John Harris, just to see what it looked like on the inside. But definitely a much rougher school. It was weird, because when I first started going to McDevitt, uh, that was when they were doing the renovations to... Mm -hmm. John Harris, so for the longest time, it just looked like Holy Name, where it had a shit ton of trailers out in the oh, lawn, yeah. and that's where everyone was going to class, because they were still doing the building, but... It was weird, because their old one still looked a little bit nicer and newer than McDevitt, and then they're remodeling, and it's like, so ours is coming right up, too, right? And, and the constant, because when I was, I think the last... of bricks falling on me when I'm taking a dump. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of asbestos in the ceiling in the art room, or are they going to get that changed out? Private or? school. We don't have to adhere to you. <laughs> Your draconian safety regulations. Draconian. I remember, I think it was uh, Mr. Shire actually told me one time, he's like, because of the way our school works, legally we're still allowed to hit you kids if we wanted to. Mm. Like, we're not bound by those regulations, so we could hit students if we still wanted to. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that speech, too. I was like, that's kind of weird, and that can't be true. You can't actually beat us. It's probably a pretty gray area where they could get away with a fair amount. Children, of however, like kids, if we were eighteen, maybe. But however, in high school, that for a bunch of kids that were never hit by teachers to all of a sudden start hitting kids that are bigger than you, that oh, would be yeah. a very risky idea. <laughs> that we haven't had that fear brought into us in elementary school enough to have, like, no. the same size and in much better shape. Well, I not mean, me, but <laughs> I mean, a nun could get away with it, but. <laughs> 
I mean, there were a lot of nuns I would have definitely seen getting socked by a couple of the kids if they tried that on them. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, I'm thinking since we don't have a guest, you want to have one of those cigars? Yeah, okay. sure. I mean, are you just going to interrupt the podcast literally five minutes? Can you vent? To begin? Just vent for like a just minute. I'll be right back. For what? With talk, what on who? Talk about football. Uh, well, I mean, I did want to talk about how great the New York Giants. I noticed <laughs> that you're not running at all. There's no, there's no pace to this. All right, so he's just left completely and um, left to vamp for an entire minute or so while he figures out where those cigars are. As you can tell, everything with this podcast is very uh, appropriately planned, specified out. Everything's reliably in order to make sure that everything flows in the smoothest and least inconvenient process possible. We always make sure that we have our due diligence done beforehand, make sure guests are arrived and proper time, and that in the case that they're not here, we have all the proper supplies handled to uh, accommodate their missing presence in such a situation. It's a real shame that this is the episode that comes out after we had Lennon Free on, and he was so elegant in everything he said. And uh, it looks like now Mikey's going to come down with a package of dollar cigars, with uh, the implication being that these, if they turn out to be amazing, would be like his new way of life. Which is hopefully the case. If these are real, I mean, even if these are okay, it's like, whatever, two bucks for five of them. If these suck, that's a real... I mean, they're already cut, which is not a great sign. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had, like, a cigar that's been fully cut right from the start. Oh, actually, it's not. No, I was going to say, it's not cut. For some reason, I thought it was. I was like, that's a little scary. That's super sketchy. It's just kind of weird, because it's, um... Oh, my ring fell off. (laughs) They could smoke it like an actual Hispanic person. <laughs> yeah, the ring just flies right off. Right, it's an interesting process to begin with. And it's going to start because I believe we're out of matches, so... <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, when did you first start smoking cigars, by the way? Uh, as soon as I turned 18. Actually, before I turned 18... Like a senior in high school, remember Chris Lancer, the yeah. kid I used to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he must have gotten held back or something a year or two like earlier because he was, I think, nineteen when we graduated. So junior year, he was able to buy, and I always just thought it looked cool, just a cigar. Uh-huh. Probably seeing Kramer on Seinfeld smoking cigars, which I he did occasionally. Did. And uh, we went to like the local CVS, and they used to sell Philly Blunts, like a package of thirty of them for five ninety nine. Because they're garbage cigars. Nobody smokes them. You empty them out to put weed in there. It's it's just pure bullshit tobacco. And I remember having that and just taking that, like, just going for a walk. Somewhere, like, obviously I didn't want mom seeing me smoke, because that was a big thing for her. And uh, then eventually, probably in college, I met a couple of friends, like Red and uh, someone else that liked cigars and actually, like, would start buying, like, maybe spending five bucks on a cigar, which was unheard of until I was, like, 22 (laughs) or 23. Like, no, that's supposed to buy 30. Yeah, you're supposed to be... That's a lifetime supply of cigars at that point. You're just supposed to get that, you're done, you're set up. You're, like, buying... That's like the Costco size of, of cigars that you should be getting. I'm not buying a house made of cigars. <laughs> but I do like it. It's It's kind of one of those things that's still classy. Um, you know, there's cigarette smoking. I think cigarette smoking done well can be classy, but it, it's just... It was like this thing uh, Buddy and I were talking about that uh, his theory is like, 
oh, they still allow cigarette smoking to get rid of, like, bad people and garbage in the country. And I was like, that's not true. Most people that smoke cigarettes aren't bad people. Unfortunately, most people that smoke cigarettes aren't dirtbags. Unfortunately, almost 100% of dirtbags smoke cigarettes, so... Yeah, that is, like, the way the scenario tends to go, isn't it? Yeah. I've yet to see, like, a real deadbeat who's not, like, with a package of cigarettes, like, either in their sleeve or with one already yeah. in their hand. Like, the Venn diagram of, like, dirt bags and smokers. It's it's not even a Venn diagram, because the Venn diagram would just be a second, slightly larger circle outside of it, which is, like, non-scumbags who smoke cigarettes. But the other circle that's, like, scumbags and cigarettes would be just completely enclosed yeah. in one another. It's not bad. It's okay. It's uh, got a little bit of a roughness to it. Yeah. We'll see how it is. And it gets fatter at that one point. I think they call those torpedoes. Mm-hmm. So you were talking earlier. As I'm like, I don't know how these are going to taste with two cigar rating apps on my phone. <laughs> Like, I've never bothered looking up. Have those bothered, uh, have those weighed a big difference for you at all? No, because the one's kind of hit or miss. That The one's just a rating, like, kind of for me to keep a journal. The other one, actually, you're supposed to be able to scan cigars, and it's 50-50 on whether it recognizes them or not. Yeah, it does seem to be like it has a real... And I've done five or six. I've kept with Romeo and Julieta. That seems to be, like, consistently the safest one for me. Like, no matter what, those are always good. I can see that. So is the the cigar journal, is that then just something you want to track just for your own personal sake? Just for memory. Yeah. And every now and then to keep track of, like, a real dirtbag cigar, like, never, ever get that again. Because something must have attracted me to it. So it's like, the price is not worth it. (laughs) So, like, look in your list, you're like, oh, wait, hold on, there's a bunch of big red frowny faces next to that one. I've clearly clearly passed Mikey's been burned by this. Yeah, because if I didn't have the journal, I would almost need, like, Batman Superman, where the Flash comes back from the future. Don't buy it. I know it's shiny and two ninety nine. Don't get it. <laughs> Go. You have to. Say it. You can't do it. But it's just like the movie where I can't understand a word he's saying. No. <laughs> like, buy it. Don't buy it. You're buy it. Sort buy of it. looks like a stupid version of the Flash. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing that with some of the newest stuff. Like the Justice Two trailer came out for the game, and like their big thing is like everyone has like armored uniforms. Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen the Batman one. Yeah, but everyone, like, even Supergirl and, like, uh, like fucking, uh, like, Green Lantern will have, like, armored uniforms. Like, uh, I don't really see the point in that. You're already super powerful. Yeah, it is, does seem kind of silly. I thought the armored stuff was, it's like, an elephant walking around in a bulletproof vest. Like, yeah, like, no one's gonna get me. I don't, this seems excessive. How much did that have to cost? Maybe so if much- it's right only is over his nose. Like, okay, that's, I guess that's your Achilles heel. Yeah, I guess you can't let people get that, but... But yeah, no, like, I'm like, isn't this what's supposed to be used to keep characters like Batman and Joker from, like, just not getting immediately imploded when yeah, they're like, 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 yeah, that guy, I get why he needs a giant metal suit. <laughs> but I don't know. Supergirl? Why. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're, like, the third strongest character in this game, I think. Green Lantern, you have a ring that creates anything? Why would you need this? Why would you need regular steel? Yeah. Isn't that weaker than the power of your will or whatever lame thing the Green Lantern is? It's to fear or whatever. Is, is it fear? I thought fear was their weakness. Isn't it willpower, their strength? I don't know. So Isn't it a circular thing? Because there's like ten different... There's like the indigo yeah, but there's, lanterns and the red lanterns and the orange lanterns. Yeah, there's a different... Like, there's like eight orange different is lanterns. jealousy, red's hate or anger. 
Yeah, red's anger. I think green, I think orange is actually greed. It's green, and there's only the one. Yeah, just one. Carsleazy <laughs> or Carsleazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some ridiculous it's like name. like a space Jew who's just like, no one will get my wings. Makes alliances and then just eats the person afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> just to get out of paying them. Exactly. I think green's willpower or hope. Isn't that weird? We know the other ones, but we don't know the green one. I've never found... I thought it was courage for some reason, but I could be It's wrong. one of those fucking vague bullshit yeah. fucking... Because I'm sure they wrote it and it was just supposed to be good. And then it's like, well, let's create 12 other different yeah. colors. Well, I would make another ring for every other color of the spectrum. And they all can't be bad, so... Yeah, there got to be some that are, like, in the middle. Yeah, I think... There's a blue one, too, yeah. Blue... I feel like blue's, like, loneliness or something like that. Or, like, um... Isolate. I, like, the pink one's love, which yeah. is, like, the lamest one. Because it's... I haven't read the comics. I don't even know if they do the comics very much. But I feel like that's such a lame cop-out answer. Because it's like, oh, it's the Pink Lantern Corps, which is all women. Yeah. Their thing is love. No, there is one dude. That's a shitty deal, though. Because yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not, like, it's not presumably some giant orgy in space. I'm sure it's some guy that thought, like, oh, I'm going to fuck all these chicks. And they're <laughs> just like, like, can you get his coffee? <laughs> but this is, I mean, when's the love come in? Where you go? You you got you forgot. You have to take the pink jet. <laughs> Dude, can I just walk? It's, it's, it's so it's so close. I and it's gonna take me more time to get in the jet and power it on, and it is just to walk there. You're right. The pink unicycle will suffice. For who? This job. Sure, you'll get loads of pussy. They said. Becoming gash. Become a lantern. Make sure it's the pink lantern, though. There's only it's all chicks except for one dude. Who else are they gonna fuck? Yeah. The, the thing is love, obviously the horny. Are you sure you're not projecting guys' feelings onto women? No. They'll definitely, that's definitely not. That's that's a stupid thing to say. Homo. Of course they're going to just want to bang the first dude who comes into their world. Now go join the Pink Lanterns and prove to us you're not queer. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a crazy huge Green Lantern fan. I like the John Stewart Green Lantern. I know almost nothing outside of, yeah, the Justice League cartoon, cartoon. show. And that Thankfully, didn't actually delve that deeply into the Green Lantern stuff. Like, you get... No, he did have a trial episode where they went back to... Is it Oa? Oa, I think, yeah. But that still doesn't even... Like, it's still just, like, the base Green Lantern stuff. Yeah. Like, he has a... There's a core. It's made up of... Like, they're intergalactic space cops who can project things with their rings. They take orders from a bunch of big-headed dudes for some reason. Yeah. But... Other than that, I still don't know much about it. No. Like, I couldn't... I guess Sinestro is like his main bad guy, and then I Parallax. Parallax? Parallax, whatever, and then I don't know from there. I don't know, but Darkest Night looks like a very interesting story. I feel like I should read that at some point. Jira uh, Black Vulcan, I think, is getting a TV show. Huh. Or Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Oh, okay. Black Vulcan's the one that can't talk, right? Because he shatters, he's got like some crazy voice that. That's Black Bolt. Oh. That's Marvel. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a lot. Oddly enough, Black Bolt isn't actually black, though. So <laughs> Thank God. He doesn't fall into that trend. But, yeah, Black Lightning's the one from, like, the Super Friends era, who I think just had lightning powers and moved really fast. Uh, they, like, streaked around. I don't know what's a huge difference between him and Static Shock, and I've always been bummed that they've never done anything else with Static Shock, really, since then. I think he has, like, a comic line now. Didn't Mark Bernardin start? Like, I think it's one of his big things is he wrote a bunch of, like, early... Static Shock comics. Actually, that's not an old character, right? No. Did he even exist before the animated series? I thought the series was what created him. Because I thought they were like, we want to get a 
character for kids to watch. Could definitely be true. It. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. Look, but Batman I, Beyond's getting less and less interesting every day. Come yeah, on. I mean, how long can this kid possibly keep buying a lame, like recycled? <laughs> it's like Mr. Freeze's kid. Like, uh, oh, Frosty. the full house gang's back. <laughs> what was the card game? The Royal, Royal Flush Gang. Yeah. Like, oh, these are all just terrible. Why Calendar it? Man finally, an old Batman villain comes back. Oh. Calendar Man. It's a description like that Daredevil episode. Like, oh, <laughs> meets up with an old friend from the neighborhood. <laughs> like. Claire, the nurse. This is not an old friend from the neighborhood. Yeah. When you live in the same neighborhood as Daredevil, <laughs> when you Jessica live Jones, two blocks away from another superhero, <laughs> when you have the same subway, when you just connect so easily, there's no reason for this. You got the, the Hell's Kitchen only has one Five Guys Burgers and Fries. They have to run into each other. <laughs> they have to meet each other sometime. I heard that's part of what's going to make Luke Cage better is the fact that. Uh, it's Harlem, or is yeah, it still? It's, Har- it's yeah. Harlem, and they're they're referencing the fact that, like, look, I know crazy shit's going down over in Hell's Kitchen, but over here we take care of ourselves. Is there like ten ninjas just creep behind him? <laughs> no, you get out of here. None of this. None of, None that. of this. <laughs> we we cannot let these fucking garbage ninjas just ruin another Netflix series. I'll take Hydra any day. <laughs> oh, that's like my greatest nightmare. That's like, your Sophie's choice. Hydra in the hand. Or, like, the terrifying amalgamation that's, like, a third-time resurrected Nobu meets up with the 17th head of Hydra, and they're like, together, let's join forces to take down Hell's Kitchen. Like, ugh. With the, like, rebooted Barrett Zemo, you're like, the last one was kind of interesting. And you didn't kill him. Yeah, he's still alive. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, that would be just pure chaos in hell for me. I think that comes out Friday. This upcoming Friday. Oh, really? I didn't know it was this soon. Yeah, it's real soon. It's, uh, I remember September, and I feel like it was... I feel like th- they come out on Fridays, and I feel like it must be next Friday, because the one after that's the 30th. It's not... I could be wrong. That's this upcoming Friday, though. So, something to check out, then, when that comes out. Um, you were mentioning that ahead of, before we were getting into that. I don't know how we got another 10 minutes of Marvel talk to him. He's like, I don't know either! <laughs> but we were talking about uh, Match.com mm-hmm. and how uh, we're both on it. What what would be the level of awkwardness? Because there's not too much, I imagine, of an overlap in the people we get. But I imagine there must be some for the people you date that are like you list as younger and I put as older. Like There probably is some overlap between that. Um, yeah, well, this last month, because, uh, the long and short of it was I tried to cancel, didn't cancel in time, totally gave, like, put a dick in my butt, and they're like, here's ten bucks left, and you're still paying for this month. And that was, like, after three phone calls, that was the best deal I got. So, I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna go hog wild, and I dropped my H&M to 22. It's oh, like, wow. Of the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I bet there's more overlap in, like, the last month than you'd think. So... What would be the level of awkwardness? Because Match.com doesn't... You don't use your real name on Match. No. You use, like, a screen name or something I do have like a profile that. picture with you in it. It's not my main one. I have one with you in it as well. But Is it the your college? No. I think I have the... I know I have the selfie with The Christmas it. one last year where I'm the only one that looks good because you and Terry weren't ready for the picture? <laughs> no. I... I think it's the, the Santa's Baratheon T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's the uh, the Thanksgiving one we took, the selfie I took of the three of us. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, 
But how awkward would it be to get into a situation? One of us starts dating somebody for match. They come here, obviously, like to you know hang out. It's gotta be like second or third date, at and least, they yeah. see another the other one of us that they completely just turn down awkwardly, and they're like, "Oh, this is kind of weird." Like, like I'm like. MJ girl 47? No, what are you doing here? Or I had like one date with her and like started texting her like, that was awesome. We should hang out again. And she's like, mm, block. She's like, <laughs> like, never, never had to see that weirdo again. I get like that message where it's like, this user has blocked, or this, like it's actual text, like, this carrier has blocked you. Like, oh, you only get like three or four of those on your phone line. <laughs> I just sent a text that said good morning. <laughs> Why? No, you sent a text that said good morning, my moon and my stars. That's what you said. <laughs> you said you liked Game of Thrones. I said I kind of watched Game of Thrones. I saw a couple episodes. I Yeah, I watched the last season because my boyfriend at the time watched it. And then I you talked about it for the entire date. Yeah. I, and you kept mentioning, like, small council drafts that we had to do, and I didn't know anybody. You, you forced- told everybody good. You forcefully took my phone and changed your name in it to the prince that was promised. I don't exactly know what that means. It sounds pretty gay, to be honest. I don't know why you're so happy about that. No, it's Stan... Well, apparently not Stanis Baratheon. It should have been him, but I guess... It might still be in the books. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) He's still rocking it up in there. Back when that comes out. You're here to get back together, right? (laughs) Let me tell you about Game of Thrones a little bit. It's so weird. I didn't tell you where I lived, but yeah, yeah you're back finally, <laughs> Mikey. Please, me and the lady have things to do tonight. So I heard you like Game of Thrones. Like, oh, like as we're getting into the car, like, oh, that would be pretty funny. Of just like, well, yeah, it would awkwardly be awkwardly being like, oh, hey, so did you not like my message about how far you ran this summer? Because you mentioned Ryan in your profile, so I thought you'd want to talk about it. I'm trying to think. I went on a date with a 27-year-old and a 28-year-old. Those were, like, the two youngest in the last couple months. So, potentially, you could still... Potentially, I could bring them home. Unless you're just like me, except younger. It's, like, 18 to 23. (laughs) I'm, like, 14 to 20. Who knows? (laughs) Sir, we're not that kind of site. (laughs) What? For the price you're paying. Wink. That's (laughs) uncomfortable. I expected this from the creepy eHarmony guy, but not from you, Matt. Not from you. Is that even a, like, that, does, that can't be, like, an online dating site for just, like, kids, right? Like, minors? No, it'd be too easily corruptible. Or if it is, it's not official. I was going to say, because I... Like, whatever, there's probably some, like, social media thing that we don't even know about that only, like, teens oh, yeah. are on. They're like, well, yeah, it's called Quabbit. You know, Quabbit, then you don't get to meet anybody. And I'm just like, oh... Is that how it works? Let me go check out this Quabbit. Oh, it says I can't download it because you're, quote, an old piece of shit. <laughs> huh. I didn't think I'd get that at 27, but... Does that mean I just need to upgrade my iPhone software, or what's up with that? <laughs> how, do I, how do I get this uh, improved? To be continued. It's not Quabbit. <laughs> hmm. I'll come back to it later, then. I'll, I'll just set up a reminder to let us know when this has become Facebook and it just becomes cool for everybody to use this. <laughs> You know, and all the cool people actually leave it. <laughs> uh, do you have any opinion on the, the iPhone not having a f- uh, headphone jack? Um, you know what, if it didn't... Because at least once a week, I'll put my headphones in my pocket for 30 seconds to whatever, get checked out at the store by a clerk because I feel shitty having them on, even if, it, even if they're not turned on. 
and I'll pull them out five seconds later, and it'll be like they just danced into knots for 30 seconds. And I'm like, you mother... What? How? How is this possible? <laughs> that they're this knotted up. So part of me's like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? But then the other part's like, oh, they're going to be way more expensive and insanely easier to lose. Well, you can still get regular headphones. They'll just use the lightning connector, like that you charge your phone with. It'll just oh, go really? into that port. But the the situation will then be that you won't be able to put that into your phone and charge your phone at the same time unless you have like, uh, an adapter that lets you like split it, essentially. It feels like it'll probably just end up being the way things go. Uh-huh. At least, I'm sure there'll always be a couple of droid phones that are like, hey, come to us. We still have VCRs and headphone jacks. <laughs> you can still plug in your composite cables into us. You can, you can get no coaxial adapter. Just having some tech... Screw your Sega Genesis writing and play it on your phone. Having some technical issues? Just jump onto your Ask Jeeves app. <laughs> like, ooh. Oh, man. To, like, get back to that and, like, the old AIM mm-hmm. fucking sound effect. Or, like, the moment you sign in, you just hear, like, that door sound effect. Like, oh, like, oh yeah. come on. That would be... I wish, like, that would come back as, like, a throwback just for a weekend. Everyone's like, yeah, we're just gonna fucking use AIM again. That would be, like, a fun, nostalgic weekend. Like... We're going to all use AIM. We're going to set our fucking messages to be like that two-second sound bit from a song you liked back in the day. Oh, yeah. Because I remember... I did a lot of Master Puppets. Uh, Frank's was clocked by U2, so you'd get like the... I'd hear that like walking by while you were in the computer room, just like, oh, he's blowing guys. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh with Frank. Frank's having some connection problems. That's why he has to keep getting on and on. Well, it's every time you send a message. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. It, well, I imagine it probably was. Cause my, and you don't get to hear yours. All you get to hear is what they selected for theirs. Mm. So mine was, I think, Linkin Park. It was like, in the end, like... That was it. You only got, like, it was like a half second of a song or a second of a song. Mm-hmm. But it was like that. And then you could, like, have, like, as wacky of fonts as you wanted. So you could have, like, oh, I'm going to have Comic Sans font, neon blue... And I'm just going to talk like this with people. Because this isn't annoying. That would be sweet. Go through all my old away messages. Oh, man. That would be pimp. And just like, all right, Right, when I get to the Eddie Guerrero rest in peace one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, teardrop. And like, all right, everybody. Get off of Overwatch. Stop playing Halo while playing Splatterball this weekend. Oh, that'd be sweet. I'm not, but I feel like AOL would be like, mm, this is the time to cash in. Five ninety nine an hour, everyone. <laughs> like, no! And you lost all your characters. I'm like, Spider-Ball could not be that expensive to run. It was such a garbage game. It was like, no 3D graphics to it. It was like that yeah. weird... It was like the old uh, screensaver that used to have, like, you could, like, when your screensaver would pop on, it generate a 3D maze. Yeah. It would have a 2D rat that would be around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Like, yeah. that 2D graphic in, like, a almost 3D world, so it's just, like, a person coming towards you. If you turn around, like, the, some reason their entire body... There was no was sideways angle to it, yeah. You couldn't get a back on somebody. They're always, like, essentially facing you or not. So you couldn't, like, get that. But it was so cool. It was just a paintball game. And there was, like, different paintball weapons. So you had, like, a regular paintball gun... And then there'd be, like, a paintball... There was one that fired three shots at, like, a burst one, but then it blew through your ammo. And then there was, like, a rifle that shot a lot further, but wasn't as powerful. Uh, There was a bazooka is the one I remember. There was, like, one that was essentially just a huge glob that just exploded with paint. That might have been the three-shotter that I'm thinking Maybe maybe it was that. But I remember that one was pretty sweet. But the whole thing was, like, whenever you got... Because there were teams. It was, like, red, blue, green, and yellow team. Yeah. And you were battling for, like, control. And whenever you got splatted, wherever you got painted enough that you, like, were out. You had to, like, run back to your shirt. Your shirt turned white. 
Yeah, instead you, of the team color uh, to yeah. let everyone know he's done. Don't worry yeah, about him. Don't <laughs> fuck. He's nonsense. Don't worry about fucking Machamp eighty eight over there. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a tough customer. Don't worry about me. Zapdos seventy six nine will return. Which is such a weird thing to put your year, especially because you had to have been like a kid playing it. You think you wouldn't want people to know? Like, hey, I'm ten. I, no, I don't think I. I think my screen name back then was Zapdos seventy six nine. Which is so weird because like those numbers had no fucking relevance yeah. in any way, shape, or form. I just Zapdos was already taken, or you had to put numbers on, and I just put a bunch of nonsense at the end. I was like, seventy six nine sounds cool. Yeah, I guess never thinking the sixty nine at the end was kind of suspect. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, once you got out at Spiderwall, you had to run back to your base and like stand on a platform, and then you could go back into the fight. Mm-hmm. It was basically like a capture the point, king of the hill, capture the flag kind of game. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I'd play the shit out of it right now. If I could get that on Xbox, that'd be awesome. Because it's free, I think. It didn't start out as free. It was like a dollar an hour or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I remember mom used to like... At a that mo- is right. Eventually mom would like limit me. Like, it's no, you can't do this for 20 hours in one weekend. <laughs> but yeah, I think there was that. And I feel like there was also like a, a store where you could like customize your look or something like that. That I don't remember. I remember... I feel like every... It might you might have played it a little bit because I bailed out at some point. I barely remembered it when it was free, which I think did happen as you know, like the consoles kind of blew up and got bigger. But I, I just remember everyone having the same stupid, like wavy blonde hair. Ah, uh, yeah. Could you make your character anything but white? I don't. I think eventually you could. Because that's it's crazy. That, that I mean, how, how many long... people besides white people are playing paintball to begin with? <laughs> I mean, Online paintball. How, how many of them had AOL money at the time? When you think about it, yeah, you couldn't play it with those free discs you got with like Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. You needed like twenty of those to make it account for a month, basically. Anyway, mm-hmm. but um, the best was when you got thrown on, and because uh, it sometimes it wouldn't let you pick the teams. Most times, sometimes you could. A lot of times you couldn't. It would just you get thrown on like, hey, you're on the blue team, and there's only one of you. Oh, and he just dropped out. Good luck. Yeah, it's like oh. oh. Yeah, or it's like, you get in, you're like, you're on Yellow Team. Yellow Team's getting their shit pushed in. Like, <laughs> ah, great. Uh, let's see here. Splatterball, anyone? Anyone used to play Splatterball? Uh, Splatterball and Splatterball Plus. Be rough. Like, it turned out it was just a thing to rape children. Oh. Hmm. Weird, because I remember having fun with the actual game part of it, and I met so many nice strangers. <gasps> just going to turn that down, because you have to play an ad, of course, YouTube. How dare you? Alright, let me ash not a bad cigar for... It's not bad. It's early in the morning. For a quarter. <laughs> yeah, for like 30 cents or whatever this cost. Let's see here. I don't think it played Wipeout when you played Splatterball, usually. Uh, I was assuming you'd actually show me some of the game, because it's just... Yeah, this is just showing you, like, I guess, screenshots from it. Oh. I was kind of hoping it would show me the actual game. Yeah, green, red... You just see how many times you got... You splattered people or got splattered. This is the first time I ever played a game that had clans. Yeah. Because you would... You could... Once you were in a group, you could put your name at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And it'd be great, like, every now and then a moderator would jump in the game, and they're like, hey, Titty Twisted 12, change your name now. <laughs> that is great. Because that was, like, at the public infancy of fucking, like, online games. So, like, GMs just would openly walk into games and be like, what? Get, change this nonsense. Cock Goblin. <laughs> talking <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> oh, man. Those were classic. And they don't, it'd always be like... I think they'd give him, like, a minute of back and forth to try and let him change the name before they boot him out, because they'd always be like, cock up. I'm like, what, me? Are you sure? I don't <laughs> think so. I spelled it, there's an at sign instead of the O, so I'm pretty sure it's okay. Yeah, so that's kosher. It's, yeah, I put a couple zeros in there instead of that, and uh, it's actually an uppercase I instead of the L in Goblin, so it's actually cop gob iron. And it wouldn't say left, it would say cock goblin was removed from the game. <laughs> Uh, and it'd be like, oh, he was our best guy. This is going to be unfortunate. <laughs> I begged him to change the name. Yeah, I'm looking at some screenshots of it. It was, it was kind of an interesting game at the time. It would be cool to, like, try it again. That's what I'm trying to find out. Hey, we're just going to have a late 90s retro day <laughs> weekend. Like, that's, that's what I want to find. I'm like, is it still available to fucking play anywhere? That's what I'd fucking... Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, if there's anybody left playing it. Yeah, but you would only need, like, like what, 20 people to play it and have a fun game. That's I'm true. sure you could find 20 people and be like, hey, let's jump into some nostalgia. Yeah, here's these old graphics. It'll take, you can play it on your 10-year-old phone. There's <laughs> oh, hold on a second, this is a nonsense. So I just, I found, like, a Reddit post that's like, hey, remember Spider-Ball from back in the day? And sounds like absolutely. I was even ended up in some splatterball pro teams. I'm like, there cannot have been splatterball pro team. What profession? Was it a thing long enough for that to have happened? Maybe. I felt like it had a window of maybe like two years. Maybe. But there was not, like, professional gaming's only recently started to reach the point where most games can sustain an actual professional scene. Yeah. I think back in the day, maybe you would quake. And it's only now only- non-Japanese people have slightly got their foot in the door. Uh, depends on the game. <laughs> they can only... It's mostly Koreans, actually, that oh, really? destroy it. The South Korean, Chinese... Yeah, South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> North Koreans still don't... They still don't have any well. Oh, tic-tac-toe! <laughs> I'm going pro with dish! Um, but yeah, like, it's like it's only nowadays where you can actually get, like, a actual, uh, like, circuit together and actually make... Because you can't say I'm a professional fucking splatterball player if you're not being paid to play splatterball yeah. and making enough money to sustain yourself. And getting, like, ad money and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. you can say I'm a really fucking good ball player. There's no goddamn tournaments or something like that that you're actually making money off of, then it's not professional. Yeah, it seems hard to believe. Someone would just throw an outrageous lie like out there. On, on the on internet. Reddit. <laughs> on Reddit. To all places. On the subreddit. On the, yeah, on the does anybody remember subreddit, too? How could they? Unbelievable. He must be right. It's not even a definitive statement. It's just, does anyone remember malaria? Like, <laughs> does anybody remember smallpox? No. It's just been erased from all of our timelines, essentially, oh, right? Like some village in the Amazon where they make some have it. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Spiderball, like an old 90s day back in that, and like, you throw on... To bring the box back? The box for a day, liquid television. I'd be like, fuck it, I'll spend 10 bucks on the box for a day. Just to, like, play videos you could easily play for free on fucking YouTube anyway. But Why not? Okay. Bop, let's see what you got. <laughs> yeah, they're like, come on, Goo Goo Dolls, tell me what I need to know. <laughs> and I don't want the world to see me. Terry loved that song, didn't she? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I've heard that song a million times. Absolutely. And it's not because I love it. What was... Because I guess then that would be the one... Of, well, that and Backstreet Boys, because we heard a shit ton of that, because Terry was deep into the Backstreet Boys. Mom, too. They were both into the Backstreet Boys. I think Mom mostly just because she liked Kevin, or... Was she... I don't remember which one. Oh, man. All right. This is the real test. Then the can next you, person that loses can, like an eat-off has to... <laughs> can you know, hold on. Mom, who's your favorite? You know, and you can't use pictures. <laughs> you know. All right. The thing, hold on. I'm the guy. <laughs> the guy. And the big piece. Can you name all five Backstreet Boys? Now, hold on. If you think you can do it, or if you can't, like, we should put a punishment on, like, loser... That'd be like the nanny song where you tried to fuck me out of it. Yeah. But loser has to watch Yoga Hosers. Last names? If it's last names, there's no way. Go with no, but you have to give me a defining... You have to tell me what they look like. Uh, and this is still whether I'm taking the bet. Not yes. <laughs> you, you haven't you haven't accepted it yet. No, I can't. Can you? I think I'm gonna try it. All right, don't. <laughs> All right, I better not see a finger touch that keyboard. <laughs> Nick Carter was one because he was Aaron Carter's older brother. There was AJ McLean, I think, was one, and he was the one with the tattoos. I'm not forcing you to do last names, but yeah, you got to give me at least one. There's some I remember. Kevin was the one. He had the black hair. He had the really big eyebrows, and I think that was the one Terry liked. Howie was, I think, the most metrosexual one. What was the last name you said before Howie? Uh. Kevin. Okay. So Kevin, AJ, Nick. Do you want me to stop Howie. you if you're wrong, or just let you go all the way through? Just let, let me let me try for the last one. This is the one that's going to bother me. I, I know his name. I know what he looks like. I would have never guessed him, but as I look at him, I'm like, oh yeah. <sighs> I he had like fucking blonde hair, short blonde, like always like queefy and wavy. Brian. Yes, Brian Latrell. Brian Latrell. Is that all five? Yep. Oh. Howie Durow, I would have never come up with that. I remember he was just like the one nobody liked. AJ McLean, Kevin Richardson, and Nick Carter. I think Terry liked Kevin and Mom liked Brian. And that was like their big, that was like their, because when they weren't fighting constantly, like cats and dogs, that yeah. was like that they bonded over. But even that, they fought it. Like, yeah, you like old Kevin or you like old Brian. All right, well, enjoy yoga hosers. There's, it seems impossible to do. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I want to love Kevin Smith, and it seems like this is more of a comedy than Tusk was, at least, it still looks terrible. Uh, yeah, because that... Even the poster's like, two 17-year-olds save the world. Like, whatever. It's like, oof. Oh, Back to basics. It's like my spine just trying to escape my body. Like, I'm not in... This I'm not, is how you prove... I didn't lose a bet. I'm out of here. <laughs> this is how you prove you're a millennial, though. By seeing a movie By watching Kevin millennial. Smith. By... But what, yeah, seeing a movie, I'd say probably 50% millennials haven't even heard of. Probably not. And it's not for getting good reviews. But anyway, the topic I was actually trying to get to when that impromptu bet came in was, uh, so Terry was like really into the Backstreet Boys and Goo Goo Dolls. And I remember, Terry always says, I vaguely remember it, but like the song you used to listen to a lot was uh, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. 
Yeah, that was like a, like an eight or nine. But yeah, was it? I'm yeah, sure. that what? came out probably like the early nineties. Like, what was? Do you guys remember like a song I used to play like fucking nonstop? Mm, there's got there's got to be a bunch of them. Um, I remember that Lincoln Park CD. I felt like I heard a ton. Meteoria is the one I think I owned first, and then I went back and bought. Oh, Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. Yeah, I had to have heard quite a lot. And not only because I only I, and I was, liked Walking on the Sun, but like Hey Now All Star, I was even, like, this is garbage. And it wasn't even on the album I owned, <laughs> and I wasn't even on it. So the one I had had All Star, and then it was I think the next biggest track off of that was like When the Morning Comes, Ugh. like When the Morning, which comes. is garbage, <laughs> just a garbage song. It's garbage from front to back. Honestly, like Walking on the Sun, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, and I used to waste a lot of money on albums for one song. But then I heard, like, All-Star. I was like, oh, they're done. You're just garbage. Which was a huge song for them. I still love All-Star. It still, like, has that nostalgic thing for me that I think it hits just slightly upon. They played some Smash Mouth song at the grocery store the other day. It was definitely, like, off, like, one of their early 2000 albums that didn't do well. And I I don't remember what it was, but it was just terrible. (laughs) I feel like they had a song called Radio that I, I listened to a good bit. And then... I don't think I bought another CD from them. The only other song I remember they did was the cover of uh, "I'm a Believer" for Shrek. Oh yeah, and then that's okay. Face, damn, well, it's just like it's it's a cover of a song and like modernize it. Usually doesn't sound yeah. very good. I'm trying to like revitalize. Well, that's it. what it's like. Okay, you guys are just making songs for for kids, kids now, kind yeah, of for children, yeah. yeah, for garbage. Which you all their songs already sort of were. Like there was never anything too risky in a. Or Why Can't We Be Friends was another cover they did that blew. Oh. Why Can't We Be Friends. That just sounds horrendous. Oh, you don't remember that? It's like, I saw you on the unemployment lawn. Now that you said it, I do, but it, it sounds just infuriating. Why can't we be... It sucks. So, I, uh, I started up a running playlist. That's not a Coffee Meets Bagel message, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I start up a running playlist... Because I actually, like, I've started to put together a bucket list. And one of the things on there is, like, I want a really good running playlist with, like, an eclectic mix of songs. And then I can share it out there for people to enjoy. So I started... A little bit of Led Zeppelin. Not in there, (laughs) shockingly yet. Uh, But I put it... I started putting it together on Spotify right now. And then, like, when I have it done, I'll start sharing it and let people see it. Welcome to the Black Parade. (laughs) Not on there, although it wants me to. Here's the thing. I have, like, one or two, like, I don't know what you'd call them, like, early 2000s, like, rock, like, the WWE kind of rock song in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I have uh, Rise Against, I have on there once. Um, I have uh, one thirty Seconds to Mars song on there. And that's really it that I have on there for that. Velvet Revolver and Master Plan. Neither one of those really falls into that no. category at all. But these are the songs that it keeps wanting me to fucking add. Like, a Spotify will recommend you songs based on your playlist. Mm-hmm. So it's not based on what I listen to otherwise. It's just based on this playlist. And just listen to these. In the end, Linkin Park. All the small things. Blink-182. Diary of Jane. Breaking Benjamin. Trapped by, uh, or Headstrong by Trapped. I've downed every one of those songs at some point in my life. Yeah, when, I've, I've listened to them all, but it's just like, where are you getting, like, 
the most recent song I put onto this playlist. Why am I getting the worst Breaking Bad song, Breaking Benjamin song? Yeah. Oh, so I have a Red Theory song on there too. So maybe that's why that's a little bit more. But I like uh, I put Bruce Springsteen on there, Born to Run, and none of these fucking like it's never like here's another band or another artist like Bruce Springsteen for you to add onto your playlist. It's like caught in this garbage rock remix stuff and just will not leave. When we were young, by the Killers. Uh, the kids aren't all right for the offspring. Actually, a pretty good that's, song. That's, that's, I have that actually, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think I put it on my playlist. For Starts quick. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, another Rise Against song. Some forty one. Like they want me to put like three Bullet for My Valentine. Tears don't fall. I'm like, what do I have on my Ooh. playlist that you think I want? Bullet for My Valentine or the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus on my playlist? Taking Back Sunday. Bowling for Soup. Fallout Boy. Where, like, what? Where did I get these bands that just started coming on here for? I'm like sitting here furious. Like, I, I'm looking through here. Uh, Master Plan. I don't think it would fall into that. Velvet Revolver. That's more like classic rock mm. kind of. So I wouldn't see it. Not classic, but like that was more rock than I think uh, like a uh, Sum Forty One or something like that. Yeah. Like they're two very different sounds. Valley Lodge, like the the go uh, go John, dun, dun, John. Dun, dun, yeah, that one's on there. That wouldn't fall into that. That's a much different set. Genesis shouldn't be on there. Like against those, uh, Ben Folds Five, <laughs> not really. Kanye West, I've not been recommended one like hip hop or rap song based off that. Uh, Foo Fighters again. It's like kind of. Are you going off the songs you have now? These are the songs that are on my playlist. Okay, what Ben Folds Five song is on there? Uh, Do it anyway. Okay, I don't really remember that one. It's okay song. It's uh, just the only it's, one I could think of was like breaking up slowly. I was like, that sounds like a terrible song to run to. Nah, it's it's actually got a decent pace to it. It's just a good like kind of like inspiration, uh, not inspirational, but like a good motivation kind of song. Uh, Two Door Cinema Club, which is a song with a good beat to it. Uh. The darkness, I believe, in the thing called love. Mm-hmm. Good, good guitar solo to run to. Sure. Uh, Graveyard barbecue. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't want to. It's a like a it's like the monster mash. <laughs> Are you running the monster mash? No, it's like uh, I don't even know how to describe them. I mean, I think once you hear it, here I'll just play a quick moment. <laughs> oh no! What is this podcast? I'll play just a real quick moment of ride the stash. The guy's okay, so it is like a hard rock and this heavy metal. Yeah. What a stupid name for a band, though. I think they're like a half joke band. The song's called Ride the Stash, and it's just a song about mustache rides, basically. Oh, that's it? But it's like, it's done in that like 80s power rock, like metal band, like, come along for a hot little red ride! And then, like, uh, they put, like, a Dirty Deeds reference in there. Oh, oh Dirty Deeds! Oh, they're done dirt cheap! <laughs> it's, a, it's a decent song, but it's got, like, great, like, energy to run to. Okay. Run against the good parts. Good Vibrations, Marky Mark in there. Ooh. Nothing on, nothing recommended even remotely off that. Uptown Funk. How's your running going, by the way? We're at a, we're about a month out. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to run like two to three nights a week. Most of it I've had to just do on treadmill, though. I haven't been able to get out very much because I have so much fucking editing and stuff to do. But yeah, and then recently I just added Born to Run. Actually, I have one more song to add to this playlist. So let me just do that now. And Every see day things are getting better. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, now I got one more song I just got to add on here. And let's see if this changes everything. Cause, uh, I'm going to put a... Uh, where is that? 
I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. It's a good running song. Might add some diversity to that playlist. That's at least. my that's well that's my hope is I want to get it to the point where this becomes like in a you know, like a, a playlist with a kind of all these white selections. Put a little Daft Punk in here. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little Black Boy Slim in. You know. <laughs> Moby. Get this get this all in where I need Put some to be. chemical brothers. Get it? Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get some Put some Bruno Mars on here. Black it up a little bit. Can the show show up, or can the song play on time, though? Unlike my black guests. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way he'll ever listen to this, right? Uh, I, I mean, if he does on an episode, he might. He's cool, though. He won't worry about that. I have so many topics on. What's he going to argue? About? Like, well, I didn't show up and didn't respond to any text. So. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like I want to get him on because there's a lot I want to talk to him about. Um, I actually have a Target story I remember, but I want to save it for when he's here. My so, like, Reno 911 joke where Jonesy and Niecy Nash are late for, like, a meeting. And it's like, it's all right, CPT. What's that mean? Colored people time. I'm sorry, I thought you knew. <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, for being colored <laughs> and on time. That is still one of my favorite shows, Reno 911. It's it's underrated. Knowing how much that show is like completely like because it's all just improv. They should have just stopped when they lost those two when, characters. Yeah, it was Carlos uh, or Garcia, and I forget who they and one of the chicks. I feel like they lost the blonde, and they they lost. Um, Clemmy. Oh, yeah, I forget what her actual, the actress's name is. Oh, yeah, the one from the Goldberg. It's like, yeah, it's like three different names. It's like Wendy Walsh or, yeah, something, right. or something like but, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah, they, they lost the two of them, and they replaced it with, like, that one girl who was, like, uh, she was, like, the the joke was always that they were kind of incompetent, and they replaced her with somebody that was supposed to be, like, the joke was she was kind of quietly competent. Mary Bird song? Yeah, remember, because she had, like, the short ponytail... And that she were, were, it was that rumored joke. she was a dyke as well. Yeah, the joke was that she was gay, and I think that eventually just became, like, canon, like, she was gay. And then two guys, one guy from Upright Citizens Brigade who got crazy fat. You must have got, I've seen him since, and he was, he's definitely thinner now. And he was always thinner before, so they must have just like, hey, it'll be hu- funny if you get 40 pounds fatter than you are. <laughs> and then Rob Trujillo from the state. It, like, the last couple seasons are just, or the last season's just not that interesting. It was, yeah, but... <clears throat> Garcia is a favorite of mine on that show, and Garcia and Jonesy together it was probably like those were the best because <laughs> yeah. the whole joke was also Garcia. Was they were like never very, friends; they'd very, always fuck each other. Over. Very quietly a racist. <laughs> yeah, like he wouldn't like announce it, but he'd have those jokes about just constantly being racist, like very subtly in ways that would come out in just awkward ways. But um, the one where they have to guard uh, what's his name, Liber- <laughs> Liberati's piano. Oh yeah. Liberace's piano. Yeah. And the entire time, they're just like, Liberace, that piano's playing itself. Is the ghost here? And, like, the security guard's like, that's not a play a piano. Why would Liberace's <laughs> piano be li- play, a play a piano? Why would a classic pianist have a player piano? And they, like, they run away in, like, terror, and he's like, what's a play a piano? <laughs> that is great. But, um, that, I honestly credit that show with being, like, one of the biggest, uh, like, comedic influences at the time, because it was... I can distinctly remember what I probably had to consider, like, the best time of my life just in terms of, like, stress-free. Ironically, it was after Mom's stroke, I think. Yeah. But there was a brief period of time where I was working at Target. Actually, I think this might have been before Mom's stroke. I was working at Target. It was after high school had ended. And, I'm like, the plan was I was going to take a semester off, and then I was probably going to jump into hack in the fall or in the winter. 
So I was like, almost everything I made from Target was just disposable income. You were out of the house, so I got the basement, and I used to just come home from Target, usually with like a big bag of food and like a two liter of soda, and I just put Reno 911 DVDs on, mm-hmm. and I just sit in the basement and just watch those. They just pants off, just completely sprawled <laughs> out. Just life was never going to be simpler and better than this. Cause Even this, in the summer, but it's still cool in the basement. Yeah, it's so super. It's just the best. You can just put a blanket on if you're just slightly cold, and you're like, mm, this is just the perfect. No disturbances. Like, it was the best. And mom had to have her big old shrug and responsibilities. See, like, mom interrupting as she's getting home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just slams her head to the floor. Like, hello down there. <laughs> Finds that, like, faucet that leaks over the sofa. Like, hello. jokes way too many but like i remember watching the reno 911 dvd and uh, the movie they did and that was one of the coolest things for me because they sh- they had like two clips from it that they didn't have in the, the movie at all and they just showed them in their entirety because the whole thing is they'd have like a bunch of clips and then they just trim it down to whatever fit yeah. into the episode but if you watch a regular scene of them it has to be some of the most impressive improv out there because it would just be 30 minutes of them yeah. going completely on in character and just so funny like one of the things I remember I think it's uh what was Junior I think was the name yeah Junior well, I think it was like the one of the co-creators along with uh Travis Travis Junior along and, with Tommy Lennon yeah and then Dangle and they were talking with Patton Oswalt and his mom like it was like Patton oh Oswalt yeah lived at, like lived with his mom where he's the apartment. mayor yeah, but he lives in like an apartment with his mom. He's so a deputy mayor, and then he becomes the mayor. Yeah, and they're at his apartment just talking, and it just goes on for like thirty minutes, just of them just carrying on this improv with, the, with yeah. each other, and it's great. And I think the other one they have is like them on the bus, like riding down to. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's the one that ends with this great joke where uh, someone finally calls out, like, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what Carlos's character was. Um, Oh, where is it? Why is he not on here? Oh, the state crossovers. That's why I'm not seeing him on there. Um, uh, what, what was uh, Carlos's character? Garcia? Garcia. Yeah. Garcia, like, someone, like, asks him, like, you just don't like black people. He's like, I don't, don't want to say that. I I watched a, a, a pornography the other day, and it had a colored woman on it, and I'm not ashamed to admit it It did something for me. And that's finally when the cast breaks down and starts <laughs> yeah. laughing. But it had been like 25 minutes or something like that of just solid... Just to see who's going to laugh and stop us being... So we're going to have to stop the take and yeah, not be able to use this anymore. It's just so great seeing that. Like, just watching like the uncut versions of it. Yeah. Just like, oh man, you guys are just insane with your ability to just play off each other. It's an excellent show. Yeah, that's a great show. Great it, cast. It's one of those shows where... You I wish they'd made True... Because Trudy could be funny. I wish she didn't have to be as weird. It was a lot of jokes about how, like, gross she was. Or, like, unfuckable how, uh, and lonely. Yeah, un- yeah. Unattractive. It was a lot of times. I feel like you got a she lot, made a lot of, of suicide jokes. Those could be. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, it might be funny nowadays, too. But it was a lot of. Like, I feel like a lot of the jokes were like, she's in her underwear right now and she wears gray uh, yeah. panties. Like, it was a lot of that. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm crazy about this. Mm-hmm. But it was a funny show. And so many, like, great side characters. Terry, Nick Swartzen's character. Terry's great. Probably the funniest, like, one of the funniest characters on that. Like, Terry, we got a report of 
some guy coming around on roller skates offering uh, hand jobs to guys stuffed at <laughs> traffic stuffed lights. Stuffed at traffic. <laughs> stuffed at traffic lights. lights. And him like, oh, that's terrible. You got, I think he went that way. You better go catch him. You better go catch him. <laughs> it's like, I'm just selling oranges. Yeah, like, so where are your oranges, Terry? I, I sold out of all my oranges. <laughs> Why are you still here? Yeah, Terry was great. Uh, they only had him in the one episode, but Pee Wee Herman is like the neighborhood oh. watch guy that was better at being a cop. Just so much more than like accomplished than them. Another great- that turned out to be a serial killer. <laughs> Another great Terry one was when like they're giving him an interview. Like, have you ever uh, been downtown? Like, yes. Have you ever envisioned yourself as the angel of death? Yes. That's, right, a, that's, that's a big one. You can't. That's gonna go back. You, you can't get that one wrong. Have you ever envisioned yourself as the angel of death? Yes. God damn it, Terry. <laughs> like that's a big one. I really <laughs> can't answer yes to that. Oh man. Uh, let's see. It says in 2011, a story broke that the producers were in negotiations with Netflix to revive it. Uh, however, at the time, Comedy Central still held sole rights to the show. And Thomas Lennon and Robert Benton Garrett are attached to other projects. So, sadly, it's not coming back. But it did air, like, four solid seasons. I remember the two of them were on WTF, probably right around then, and they were talking about, yeah, there's there's talks, nothing's, you know, solidified yet. And then, of course, you didn't hear anything. You just assumed it. Yeah, that happens with so many shows. Like, all right, you can bring one show back to television right now. And you're like, can't be The Wire. Just to make it easier on me. <laughs> yeah, well, would you even want The Wire to come back? Like, is there much left in that show to do? The stringy cast, it's just... Uh, no, let's go, cops are still go with the assumption everyone can return for it. Would you oh, even dead characters? Like, the actors are dead? No, the characters. Like, well, Screamer no, Bell no, can't I'm come sa- back. No, I'm, no, I'm saying... Yeah, Omar yeah, can't like, come I'm back. I'm saying season five. Like, we're at season six, so everyone who's still alive at the end of season five would come back. You know what? I'd love to see what Michael's up to. I'd love to see that... What was his name? Uh, Kennard? The guy that killed... <laughs> He's got to be like a. The kid who's. He's like got to be like prison. 17 or 18, probably just getting out of prison at this point. Dude. That guy's going to be a tough motherfucker. I don't know. Uh, I could see that then. I, I think that's a story, though, I, I'd be fine with it never getting Duke, he's fully bubbles at this point. But that's almost the beauty, I thought, of the end. I wonder, what Randall, you, I wonder what Randall's up to. But you never. Like, that's why. Bubbles is mayor. That's what's kind of cool about it, is you never get to find out what happens. Like, you just know that you've seen kind of allegories of those people mm-hmm. in the past, so you're just like, you kind of see everything's almost cyclical. I, for me, I think it'd be the Clerks cartoon. To get that yeah. back on television. I'd I like think to see that. That, I think, was the funniest stuff Kevin Smith's ever done, period. Like, more than even, like, yeah. Clerks. I would or absolutely like agree. That. It was just, like, brilliant, like, hilarious brilliance at the time of just. Insanity praises, and to know it only got six episodes is what's so fucking a shame. And only two of them even aired. Those are both good. Yeah, I would. Clerks would be up there. Uh, Deadwood to get like a legitimate last season instead of they're like wrap it up, dogs. You got three left. I'd want to see Megas XLR two get on again. I don't, I don't know if you remember that. that. It, was, it was a Cartoon Network show. It was a cartoon. Like the whole thing was like a guy finds like a giant robot. Like a like a Gundam almost, and like a uh, like it is um uh, what do you like a garbage pit essentially like a okay. landfill, and he like repairs it and puts like a like a fucking convertible on top. It was made, it was mostly a show that kind of just made fun of all the tropes of like anime and like robot series, but it was like legitimately a one like a funny fucking show with just like mm-hmm. great jokes because it was always like just goofiness to it. So it's like Coop, we need you to save the world. Like he's going past his panel of buttons. It's like destroy the world, explode the world harder, destroy the world. <laughs> and then like there's like one tiny button under a glass case. It's like save the world. Like, Oh, okay. Burr. 
had like an entire like episode about wrestling, like an all, like a galactic wrestling federation. That I think they sounds vaguely familiar. I think if you saw it, you'd you'd see it. Let me see if I can pull up a shot of it. Um, I was like, was this just some long roundabout question for Christopher to talk about anime? <laughs> no, because that's the thing. You you'd like more of the jokes if you see anime, like if you know some of the, like the tropes and stuff of that. But you didn't need to see it to enjoy the show. Um, because the whole joke was just about, like, they're fucking, like, garbage people from New Jersey. Uh, looks vaguely familiar. The fat guy definitely does. The theme song sucked. I'll never deny the theme song blew. Um, but the actual show itself was, was legitimately pretty funny. Because they, they had, like, an episode with, like, a Power Ranger team showed up. And, like, the, I think the joke at the end is, like, they kill the Power Ranger team because they're too annoying or something like that. Oh, okay. And, like, a Sailor Moon group shows up at one point. It's just mm. the one dude trying to bang them all the entire time. <laughs> it was a legitimately funny show. And this wasn't, like, Adult Swim either. It was, like, regular Cartoon Network. It just only ran for two seasons, which is such a fucking bummer because it was a really good one. And I guess, uh... What's that fucking show on, like, early morning television, Eternal Champions or whatever, or something like that, where it's, like, it was the weirdest show. You remember it once I started explaining it. It was, like, quasi, it was, like, half wrestling, half martial arts. It was, like, a scripted show almost, but, like, they fought each other, and they got, like, when you beat your other person, you got, like, their medal, and you were supposed to, like, put it together to form, like, a belt that would, like, mm. declare you to be the champion. Sounds vaguely familiar. And they all had, like, goofy things, like Tsunami, or, like, the Native American character. Like, they, they were just supposed to just do competitions, and then, like, the final two would face each other for their, like, uh, the alternate person's medallion piece. But they'd have, like, backstage skits. And the fight, like, the final fight always took place in, like, a cage. And, like, if you hit your opponent into the wall of the cage, it was supposed to electrify them, and that's what got you a point. It had to be scripted as shit. But, oh, man, I'm trying to remember that. I feel like it was Fox... Champion Saturday morning. I don't know what the title. Big floppy, big floppy penis, and Metallica. Uh, oh man, I feel like I heard about this show again too, and I can't remember what the fuck its name was. Yeah, you are you vaguely recalling it though? Not really. And I'm pretty suspicious of the list of shows you would, <laughs> would let Phoenix back from the rise of the, from the I, ashes. I, I, that was like a joke one I wanted to bring back. I'm trying to remember. I, I thought you remember it. Um, damn. You started so strong on the Clerks the Animated Series. <laughs> I, if, I think if you watched Megas XLR, you'd bring back Dragon Ball Z. Like, yeah. didn't it have 40 seasons? They're what still is? doing new Dragon Ball episodes. Ooh. They started up another series. Uh, reboots? No, I think this one's, it's a continuation of it, but it's like an alternate timeline or something uh, like that. I don't know. I haven't watched it at all. It's oddly enough, for as much, the fact I do a podcast on manga, I've watched very little Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I've watched the entire, I watched most of Cell, and I tried watching the Majin Buu stuff, and I just got, it, it was like, first he's Fat Buu, then he's Super Buu, now he's, like, a Mega Buu, and now he's Kid Buu. I'm like, I'm done with Kid Buu. I have no time for this nonsense anymore. As long as you haven't, like, well, I've seen every episode of Sailor Moon, of course. No, I tried watching that a couple of times. I remember actually being at Sean's place, and we were watching an episode of Sailor Moon. Like, it was just, like, whatever was on. And I remember him making a comment of, like, because there were five characters, and it was, like, Sailor Moon V. It, like, essentially went out the planets. Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. And I remember him being like, why don't they have a Sailor Scout for all the planets? And I was like, good point. And I asked them, like, a Sailor Moon form, because I knew nothing about the show. And some responded, like, they do have all the Sailor Scouts for the planets. They come in later episodes. 
be more mindful in the future. And I was like, oh. please start wasting our valuable time. I was like, oh, nerd. Oh, why, noob? Noob. <clears throat> yeah, no, I never really got much of the Sailor Moon stuff, aside from the fact that the outfits are hot. Yeah, and you'd saw like, <clears throat> and the cutscenes would be like them, like hot silhouettes of them naked, so like glowy versions, and like the first <clears throat> thing they get put on is like the leotard. Yeah. Ooh, this is who is this? It does make immediately like who is this for? <laughs> but I know a lot of girls who still love Sailor Moon, so obviously it didn't bother them in any way. I, I guess that must. Uh, well, no, because the whole thing is that it's it's shoujo too, so it's written essentially for girls, like the manga is. So I don't. I guess they were just like, eh, tiny skirts, whatever. <laughs> hey, we can we can do the whole world a favor in about ten years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's there's some some good ones. I'm trying to think if there's any other show that like ended too soon. I'd be like, more, more. I'm almost scared to hear what your next. No, like, do you have another one? No, not off the top of my head. If I think about it, I'll, I'll throw some stuff like, out there. Like you turn on the podcast tonight, you're just like, oh, I can't believe there's 74 other shows I can get back on the air. Mid Romney Genie, are you listening? I wish, uh, you know, Rome had been stretched out into a third season and then instead of just trying to crowbar everything they possibly could in the second season when HBO was like, too expensive. Wrap mm. it up, dog. Because uh, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to move off of, like, the comedy stuff and, like, of dramas I watched that I felt like ended too soon, but I. Because like, Lost, I feel like, didn't need any more. Nah. Boardwalk Empire didn't really need any more. Yeah, it's one show I'd be like, I'd like to have seen another season, but you guys, you know, dicking around with all the Cuba stuff in the last didn't season. Didn't have a lot, for, didn't have enough really to finish a, like a fifth season on, considering yeah. you jumped forward like 20 years. So Yeah, I mean, the whole like, show should have been, there should have been more time between each season, so you could have gotten there gradually instead of just shoving a giant dick up our ass and like, see, now... Jimmy Domini's kids, 20. <laughs> Any beavers be worth bringing back? I think we can move on to a new topic. Let's see my lighter, please. Yeah. Uh, I, give back? I thought I gave it back to you. <clears throat> I don't think so. No, back there, sorry. So, I went to the grocery store. I go after the gym in the morning before work, so... Yes, yes, we know you go to the gym. Come I do, down. like, a... <laughs> Like, that'd be my bingo. Like, let's see if Mikey can make it through one podcast without mentioning he goes to the gym. So I'm at the grocery store, and there's a lady, probably, like, early 40s, but just smoking hot. And always comes dressed in, like, elegantly. Um, I'm glad in the produce section, was putting some apples on the scale to get the sticker. And uh, I've been trying to practice, like, there is a fine art, especially... To, like, just doing the, like, eye contact and smile thing with a pretty girl. You can't look like you've been staring the whole time when they get, when you finally get eye contact. So she's, like, coming my direction. I'm just, like, okay, now she's here. I'll just look over casually. And if she's looking over, I'll just give her, like, the polite smile. Like, good morning. And, um, she's not looking at all at me. And the sticker prints out and just flops onto the, like, does that, like, whoop, 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 onto the floor, lands sticky side down, and immediately gets stuck to the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, well, thank God she didn't see that. Because then she would have also seen me go, like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I gotta get all the way back there. First of all, <clears throat> why do I have to get through six screens to get to Gala Apples? Other people are eating them. It's not just me. <laughs> they have their own section here. Well, I'm, like, going, like, sliding through the screen, like, this isn't even fruit anymore. It's like Easter eggs <laughs> and like the novelty stuff of like pumpkin Toilet spice ghosts. apple. Like, what is this? 
Oh, man. It is weird that, like, I don't know why I feel like we've, we've reached such a point in society where technology's advanced so far. Why can't we reach a point where that fucking, like, fruit weighing scale is just so much easier to find what I'm looking for on it? You know what? Because it'll say, like, if you try and... Because in my sketchier days, I'll be like, grapes are kind of expensive. I'm just going to put a banana here. <laughs> I'm just going to put a bunch of grapes on the scale and try and print it out on banana prices. <laughs> and the scale will almost be like, those aren't bananas. Yeah, I think I've... I, I, so it does know to some degree. I feel like I've done that just with apples. Like, I'm like, ooh, these Honeycrisp apples are kind of expensive. If we just say they're golden, delicious apples, then nobody needs to suffer for this. Well, Granny Smith's ten for a dollar. Nobody eats these garbage <laughs> things. I that's I always assumed they were just cooking apples, right? But then I've heard people actually eat them. I'm like, oh, really? There's like a sixty-year-old lady at work that eats them. And she's like, oh, these are so tart. Like, why, Mary? Well, why are, why are you doing this to yourself? There's so many better apples. There's a chart there now that says bitter to sweet, and like Granny apples are like All someone right. had to write it in after the end of sour because like, that's how sour they are. And what if like every time you meet somebody, like a little like message appears above their head of what their favorite kind of apple is and that's what you like your basis of that person for the start of it like you meet somebody you meet a cute girl and you shake her hand and like above her head it's like favorite apple granny smith wouldn't care judge her a little bit though i'd be like what's she's like i want to cook for you maybe like by the 10th i made a fruit salad by the 10th day try a big bite there's apple in it oh no (laughs) no way i put some vinegar on it oh that's all she has is like vinegar dressing for <laughs> just vinaigrette no just vinegar maybe after the 10th date I'd be like you know there's other apples out there like did you grow up like was it like a, a room thing where you were locked somewhere and that's all you got were Granny Smith apples cause there's they didn't tell you that there are more than one apple in the world that that's like the turdiest of apples that you just looked over and you're like oh those red apples are those Granny Smith apples are so red they must have super been rotten did you grow up during the Great Depression and jump into a time machine and you've been frozen like Captain America and you're like, it's all we can afford these days at Granny Smith's. Pretty tough with Hydra all about. Yeah. <laughs> Watching I every move. If I got a chick that was like, not fat, but like, you know, like kind of in that middle area where like, eh, she's a little curvy and like above her head it's like caramel apples, I'd be like, you know what, I'll just keep moving. <laughs> oh, like, uh, you, you see Alex and like you shake hands with him and it's just above his head says candy apples. Brownie apples. Like what? What's that? <laughs> Apple pie. You know, like with chocolate instead of apple. <laughs> like, mm. Did you pay somebody to do that? That's not even fitting any definition. This isn't, I don't know who did this act, but you're definitely infringing upon it a little bit. Is that what they make apple pies with? Maybe that's how you make Granny Smith apples edible. Just bury them in sugar and cinnamon. Uh, I guess so. I don't honestly eat that much apple pie. I've, I've always been like, if I'm going to have pie, why don't I just have, like, a fun... Like, yeah, if I'm going to shove sugar like and garbage in me, why don't I have something that's, like, like actually... cherry pie or... Blueberry like, pie is good, too. Blueberry pie. I haven't had blueberry pie in a while. But like, even, like, a chocolate time. pie or, or something like that. Chocolate pie is definitely, like, something that's just like, fuck it, who are we kidding here, people? That's exactly it, though. Like, if I'm going to have pie, I'm like, fuck it, why don't I... If I'm going to have dessert, let me have dessert. Newsflash, apple pie's not good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's... I've never... Uh, I've never had a moment, uh, where I've been like, oh man, let me have a healthy dessert. Like, no, why don't I just, if I'm going to have dessert, a meal which is entirely unnecessary and is only going against my fitness goals, why the fuck would I bother having apple pie? Mm-hmm. Nonsense. 
Yeah, of the most popular baking apples, the classic Granny Smith is uh, puts the American in America in apple pie. So because I guess that's the only thing you can do with it if you just cover it in sugar and cinnamon. Apple ranking list. I want to see. Oh, hold on, I'm going to get a lot of valuable uh, food apple <laughs> ranking list. Bud apples, here you go. <laughs> well, no, I'm getting a lot of like apple products. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the ten. Best tasting apples ranked by Whole Foods. I feel like it's just going to go sour to sweet. Uh, maybe not. Whole Foods Ooh. is enough of a hipster beatnik spot. They might try and push some of their green sour apples on it. Because I was going to say, I know what my favorite is. But I don't know if you agree with it. Although you said... Gala. Gala. Are definitely my favorites. I don't, yeah, I don't Gala know. or Fuji. Or Fiji. Hmm. Those are some interesting. I, I They're pretty sweet. I tend to go with Golden Delicious. Those are the ones that I tend bad. to go with. And then uh, Honey Crisp when that season comes around. Honey that crisp. fall? Yeah. Like, we're getting right into honey crisp season. And those are great. They're also fucking enormous, though. They're like yeah. a... It's a meal, almost, to eat a honey crisp apple. Uh, all right. This is from Thrillist.com. Finally, something for Terry. If she's <laughs> held in this long. She's like, sit through your fucking Reno 911. For and Apple Talk. <laughs> to get to Apple Talk. Uh, let's see. Tastiest apple. Number 10, the Juna Gold. I don't, I don't know, know what that is. That is. This, uh, it's because it's Whole Foods. I bet it's going to be a bunch of apples. Well, now on nine's Granny Smith. Ugh, just because of notoriety? I've never heard of this. Eight is the Roxbury Russet Heirloom. No. Never heard too of many, that. It too many like, names for an apple. It looks like a potato. Like, look at that. And Russet is a potato. It, uh, it, well, Russet's a color. Oh, is it? Yeah, Russet okay. means brown. Too many too many adjectives for, tomato, or for, for an, an apple. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brayburn, the child of Granny Smith and the parent of Jazz. Hmm. <laughs> I like the description. Its dense textures and tartness lead our experts to describe it as sippy. <laughs> Zippy? I don't think I've ever wanted to have that adjective while I'm eating. Gala is six. Boo. That low? I don't agree. Five is Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp, really. Have you had Honeycrisp? Great. Now your apple's beating mine. I feel like I'll never hear the end of this. <laughs> I knew all the Backstreet Boys and my Honeycrisp <laughs> apples better. Uh, enjoy yoga hoses yeah, while enjoy. you're eating your inferior apples. Loser. Have you had Honeycrisp before? I feel, I feel like you bought a bunch one time and Mom just went through them for some reason, so I didn't get to it in time. I'm gonna try. I'll try to get some next time out of the store. I'll check yeah. it out at the grocery store uh, this week after the gym. Uh, number four is is unlisted because of, you, know, you know once I'm done at the gym, we'll go number, check it. Number four, <laughs> number four is Fuji. So, yeah, it's similar. Fuji's definitely a similar to uh, number three, Pink Lady. I've seen it. I've never tried it. Never tried. It's it. too faggy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too. <laughs> the name's what's gonna turn you off. I already feel a little fruity in the apple aisle. <laughs> Just like, like, hmm, what do I want today? Do I want gala today or Fuji? I feel like a gala or a pink lady. Am I in a gala kind of mood? I guess I am. I do like my apples like I like my parties. <laughs> Big galas. <laughs> it's gala, sir. It's gala. <laughs> You've been to school. Uh, yeah, that yeah, pink lady is like the one where like it's red but like almost half green too. Yeah. Uh, number two is another Honeycrisp. Apparently, there's two, like, the, the first was Honeycrisp Washington, and this is Honeycrisp New York. Oh. So oh. it's just where they're grown. So we should be able to get both, theoretically. Yeah. And number one is Jazz Apples. I don't know if I've ever had the Jazz Apples. 
I don't think so. It's Let me make a note. I'm going to try that next time. It's uh, developed in New Zealand. The Jazz Apple should be really called... Sounds pricey. I'll say <laughs> Should be really named the Crazy Delicious. It's so sweet, it doesn't even taste like fruit. It's more like dessert. Once again, it sounds pretty pricey with that New Zealand... Made in New Zealand sticker. Uh, you know, I, I think I... But I'd start buying dragon fruit at that point. <laughs> I'm sure they probably have fucking uh, local version of it that they make over. I'm sure they have an American import that goes to giants like us. You think I'm paying two fifty for an apple? <laughs> Do you remember back in the day, I think it was Snapple who made them, and they had those drinks and like glass bottles, elements, I think was what they yeah. were called. I used to collect the bottles. I used to collect them too after that. And had, like, a whole collection of them. And I, the thing was, like, you always wanted to get the new... Like, you wanted to have one of each. Mm-hmm. So how many garbage flavors of that you went through just Oh, to get? tons. I read two of them were really good. Rain and another one. Rain? I feel like there was, like, a citrus one or something like that. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Probably, like, sunlight or some bullshit like that. I remember the one I remember... Well, 80% having, of them sucked. <laughs> yeah. The one I remember just fucking... Forcing myself through was uh, the passion fruit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was brutal. I, I've never been, like, never in a moment I've ever been like, I fucking hate passion fruit yeah. more than in that. Like, a passion fruit could roll down the hill and kill mom right now. <laughs> I'd still be like, no, I hated passion fruit more in that moment. It never again. It's not even the cherry on top. My fervor <laughs> be fucking higher for passion fruit than when I'm drinking. Like, ugh, ugh. I don't know why. Like, I paid, I guess, $2 for it. I'm like, I'm actually oh, yeah. drinking. But since I'm already hating <laughs> it and I'm just going to keep the bottle, why didn't I just pour it out? Yeah. Why didn't I just like and just keep the bottle, which is weird. It wasn't like they made them to be collectibles. They just had cool looking labels on them, and that was essentially it. Yeah, that was it. I remember it was like a big box of them in the basement when we were doing like when we were getting evicted from the house. It's like, oh, we're really the apartment's kind of tight as it is. Is that really? <laughs> it's like you looking between a box of elements, empty elements bottles, and a box of photo albums. I'm like, oh. <laughs> huh. Mike, I'm like, I sit down, like. Mm. Mikey, where'd the photo albums get to? I don't know. As you're, like, putting up your Elements bottles in your room. Just for the cat to knock them down, yes, the next day. Like. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, this is like, I guess this is my comeuppance. Oh, he mushed them into the carpet, too. This is going to be rough. Oh, there's going to be a lot of bleeding feet for a while. I, oh, man. Right in front of the door. Why did I hang them up over the door? I remember one time. I always had, like, a kind of, like, small fear of broken glass, if only because of, like, how hard it is if a piece gets stuck in you. Yeah. And I remember I stepped on a piece of broken glass once, a real small one. It was like in the like in the base of my foot, uh, and I had to spend what had to have been like an hour. I think it was on Thanksgiving too, and I had to spend like an hour fucking like digging it out with the um, the like Spork. part of no <laughs> the fork from Thanksgiving. <laughs> with, like, a bunch of two tiny toothpicks. <laughs> no, with the like the nail clipper part that like the nail file. You use two knives to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get. Uh, the best joke in Ricky Bobby. Like, the only good joke in Ricky <laughs> But no, I was like the, the nail filer part of a uh, nail clipper. Yeah. And just digging out with that and taking so far, like an hour of just getting to my own foot. Oof. And like coming upstairs and being like, Mom, I, I can't get out. I don't know what to do. And Mom's advice at the time, which seems so weird, was she was like, first it was like soak it in water that'll help loosen up. And I was like, oh, that's okay, guys. Then it was like, just leave it in there. Try jerking off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try doing heroin. <laughs> she was like, just leave it in there. Try eating my sweet puss. <laughs> Is this mom? Are you okay? <laughs> When'd you get that mustache? There's <laughs> <laughs> wires hanging out of her head. <laughs> yes, eat my sweet puss. <laughs> no, she was like, just leave it in there and just let the skin grow around and, you know, it'll be fine. I was like, 
That feels weird to just let a piece of glass forever exist inside yeah. it. Like, I don't think it biodegrades necessarily at all. I mean, I guess eventually your eventually. skin would start to heal and push it out. Or something like that. I remember I just went back into the basement and just dug at it for another five minutes and eventually pulled it out. Oof. But it was it was seriously like an hour and a half to two hour process just digging into my own foot trying to get this fucking thing out. And Mom's best advice was like, just stop trying. Yeah. Just give up. It's <laughs> like, done. No. No. It doesn't seem right. So I always, like, anytime I hear broken glasses, like, falling, I'm always like, fuck these big pieces. I don't care. I just need to find these little fucking slivers that are going to make my life a living hell if I step on one. Because that would just kill me. I got a final topic, because I got to make sure I get to Sears by two. <laughs> That's when Jason shows up. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> just in time. Just uh, in time, indeed. You heard, I assume you heard, uh, Bioware is doing voice auditions. Oh, no. You have not. Okay. They have a script online, and you record it yourself and send it in. Oh. So I feel like, uh, and it's open for like another month, so Sweet. there's plenty of time. I feel like we make a wheel of just random voices, like gay voice, Bane voice. Like each of us pick like four or five voices. You'll read yours, and I'll just spin the wheels every 30 seconds. <laughs> And you have to shift to the next voice while you're doing the script. Oh, that's that's an interesting one. Commander Shepard, you totally have to so get like on I here. start off normally, Commander Shepard, we need to get plays, and then you spin the wheel, and it's like, Commander Shepard, <laughs> you need to start, you gotta get your things together, there's a big bunch of aliens out there, we can't let them into this country, <laughs> you spin again, and I'm like, we're for a country, we're off to watch out. Uh, who would be on the list then? Uh... Do either of us really do a Liam Neeson impression, or is it... Okay. There's... If we're being honest with ourselves. There's a long story of another podcast I used to do, where part of the reason I couldn't... I had to stop doing it is because I I wanted to, like, make sketches at the beginning of it. So I had one sketch, and I think I sent it to you one time. The sketch was supposed to be someone was constantly getting contacted by Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. just like, you've been taken. Mm-hmm. And they're just I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, after, like, the third time, it's just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, the first time, it's like the phone going, oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, the second time, they're just like, wait, this is happening again. Like, they get, like, a text message from them, like, you're going to be taken. What up? <laughs> and then the last time's, like, someone, like, a it's, fax. Like, it's like a Facebook message, like, Brick? like, hey, how's it going? Like, you know how long it took me to get out of fucking Saudi Arabian <laughs> sex slavery? Like, what were you doing? Look, it's been You know busy. I don't have the messenger app on my phone. It's been busy. I don't know how to tell you this. You're about to be taken. <laughs> but I needed someone to do Liam Neeson voice, and I asked so many fucking people, put, like, so many calls. I was like, anybody, anybody who's a listener, anybody who follows me, if you do a half-decent Liam Neeson, if you're just Irish, do it. <laughs> Nobody did. And I was like, I could try doing it for myself, but I was like, fuck it. Like, I just have a garbage version of yeah. it. It just disappointed me, so I never even finished it. But I do not have a good Liam Neeson. Uh, gay mom voice we can do in there. Hello! Uh, okay, Commander Shepard, you have to use the, you know, the thing that makes you go vroom, vroom, vroom. And they're coming to... The spooky things. Ooh, scary monsters. Something like that. We got, like I said, I think it's open till like the end of October. Okay. Because uh, I actually have like various character like voices I do do impersonations. You have to check. I'm sure you can still contribute like a legitimate one separately from the podcast. No, I just meant I I just mean I know voices that I do like on the podcast I do Mm. a couple like voices for that. So I don't know if you want me to pull out any of my sweet impersonations. How about we'll do a wheel and (laughs) (laughs) because I well I actually put together 
a celebrity, a random celebrity impersonation generator with like a collection of just random voices, like of like important celebrities or like cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. And I could even just bring that back and just like put that in there and it just click it. Whoever gets randomly generated, you just have to go into that or your best proximity of it. Yeah. That's not bad either. We can, we can, let's not, let's not necessarily agree to whip it out in the next episode because it might need a little time to, it to might, might need some time to foster. Especially if it's like, oh, that fucking arrow landed on Snagglepuss Times. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can always just, with the generator, you just click again and get another oh, yeah. one. Let me see. I want to, I think I may still have the last time I, I had one for it. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Just got to dig into my old email box. Are there any impersonations you feel you're good at? Part of the issue Henry Kissinger is pretty good. I don't, there's not a lot of call for it. <laughs> uh, where, where did you find you had a good Henry Kissinger? Is it just off impersonating the Simpsons <clears throat> one? Yeah, that's start like, uh, drop my glasses in the toilets. No one must know. <laughs> no one must know. I lies. The man who broke the Paris Peace Treaty and dropped his glasses in the toilets. And then it sort of came back a little bit after Adventures Lee, Adventure Brothers one with Dr. Killinger, like, all the world's a stage, and all the actors merely players. <laughs> Good for you. We definitely... Oh, obviously, Shirley DeLune's got to be on there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Blocky. Terry's like, I stayed for this. <laughs> for sure. Uh, we've got that big duck cock. <laughs> oh, my God. Blocky. You're a big penis. <laughs> Which I think so many people aren't going to understand that joke, because I don't think we've ever explained it. No. No, I feel like we did do ten minutes talking about Tiny Toons at one point and the various characters on it. No, I, I know. I, did we um, talk about how did we pod- not talk about Shirley DeLune, though? On the podcast, though, did we do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. literally on the podcast, we talked okay. for ten minutes. We talked about, like, man, Furball's a pretty sad character when you think about it. He's the homeless one of all of them. No one likes him. He's, he's got a band-aid keeping his tail together. And he's the one that like, seems to constantly suffer the most out of everybody. He's a mute. <laughs> all right, so I, I pulled it up here. Some I'd have to get rid of because they're people you don't know. But, like, Sean Connery was the first person that came up. Isn't that, that and Bane a little too much overlap? Well, Sh- Sean Connery is like a version of Bane that you don't get too deep on. And you just don't put a cup over your mouth. Yeah, you don't put a cup. Well, no, because Bane's a little bit deeper. It's It's dark. I was born in shadows. It's molded in it. But Sean Connery's just a little bit higher. And then you talk it's about lovely, lovely beating voice. women a little bit now and then. Just give, give it a strap. Face. Yes. Uh, the Crypt Keeper from Tales of the Crypt. It's just very high pitch, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I've got a ghoulish story for you boys and girls. Yeah, thumbs down. Oh. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Is it just that, like, how's your mother kind of like New York style? It's like, what? No, ma'am, come on now. You can't. Come on. What? Are, let's not talk crazy over here. It's like with the not very good. going in there. It's not a bad one. I don't know why you got it. Not good. It's a decent Mark Wahlberg. It's know. not. And you think there's Boston in that? <laughs> well, I didn't say like you didn't like. Oh, he's wicked piss awesome. It's not like it's just, you, you gotta get the words for Boston. It's like Boston's a different language. No, but if you hear Matt Damon in Departed, he doesn't say wicked pisser every thirty seconds. No, but I did like two seconds of a fucking Mark Wahlberg. Which I assumed you whooped out your best. Were you saving like (laughs) were you saving the highlights for later? Yeah, of course. A bullwinkle. I told you I had places to go. Did you think I was gonna let you do that for a half an hour? Bullwinkle. That's right. Okay. Here, stop telling me them who they are and see if I can guess. Uh, Okay. All right. If I can't, then... Hey there, Mike, Mr. Larios, with your Pollo Campero t-shirt. No idea who that is. Sounds like you're Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good Miss Piggy. 
Bro, I don't know who I can get for this. <laughs> uh, well, you see, there, this way. Oh, no, that didn't fall far on. <laughs> Mm. What you see, the, I gotta get to Pennsylvania sometime soon because I've got my important court case coming up. Okay. <laughs> Superfly Jimmy Snooker? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it's, not, it's better than my Cosby, so. Mm. Who knows what character this might be? Mexican Yoda? Well, yes, a little bit. You didn't do the speech talk, but <laughs> I did. I couldn't like I. It's that weird moment where I'm trying to think of the what phrase. character this might be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, what character be this might? It's better than mine. Oh, this could just be fucking anybody <laughs> over here. Is it generic jersey or is that definitely Clay? Andrew it's, Dice it's Clay. Andrew Dice Clay okay. specifically. It's not bad, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, so who? Oh, Michael. Are you going to be picking up your car later? It's not a bad walk-in. It it's, needs a little okay. bit of work. It's not, it's not one I hold my hat Getting on. your car? Yeah, getting... It's, it's, I always have to like keep that mental cue in my mind of like the separating syllables. Yeah, the last part... The, if it's a two-syllable word, you got to add a third syllable in the last part every time. Blue Harry! Well, Rookie, it's you. Yeah, it's, you got to get your car fixed up, get your lineman checked out, you got to... <laughs> You gotta get your car fixed up. Yeah. It sounded like Rocky. I don't know who that was at the end. It's, it's when he gets angry. It's when he gets like intense. I am the law. Yeah, I am the law. <laughs> at the start, you know, he's just he's coming in. He's just he's casual. He's to have a cup of coffee. You know, it's just that dude. He starts his day. He doesn't. It's not bad. Uh, a couple of these are ones like anime characters that we have. Yeah, on. you can skip. Uh. This one's going to be Mr. Mike. No. Oh. <laughs> no, hold on. Llamas love, llamas love. <laughs> Michael, make sure that you pick up your... Cu- it's Michael Caine. It sucks. I can't, <laughs> okay. do, it. I can't do it. Michael Caine. <laughs> You're not even going to try. You're like, just, uh, we'll cross that off. Yeah, which is the, that one's just what size of a tangerine. Michael, are you going to make sure that when you get your car realigned that you... I'm going to make sure that you get a... I wish you'd stop with the thumb thing. That feels like you're really trying to hit hit me towards Bill Clinton. (laughs) No, I'm just... It's naturally just what you see in the voice. It has nothing to do with what I might be doing otherwise with any other part of me. If I get a saxophone over here so I could just complete this look, because the voice really sells it, but everything else... Yeah, that's doable as well. It's, It's one of those ones I have to get into before I can actually do anything halfway decent with it. This one's only going to work because you think you're going to be able to get it off of the bad version of it. Like, our, uh, hey there, Mikey. This is, uh, our, uh, somebody who knows who could it be, possibly, or, uh. Yeah, I would dump that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, JFK, I would that, leave that in the oven. That's not done yet. Like, hey, Mikey, are you going to go get that car, man? Shaggy? Yeah. It's not bad. It's okay. I got it without you throwing zoinks in, which That's, is like the default. Like that was the thing. I was like, "How do I? How do I do Shaggy without just immediately zoning in on zoinks?" Oh man, I'm trying to think how I even do this guy's voice. Make these like your last couple. Oh, I really wish I could have ended on someone better than this. All right, um, <laughs> do la- last three. I can't do it. It's Marlon Brando. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Have no idea how to do a Marlon Brando. No, I think I can do Vito Corleone. Like, 
And if something happens... No. Yeah, no, it's no, like it has to get like, so whispering to you. Like, I, something happens I to my son. Yeah, so you come to me on the day of my daughter. Like, it's yeah, not anything not. like it. I, I don't think I have the voice for that. If you can't do it without actual lines, then it's... Yeah. Uh... Hi, Ben Mikey. You're going to be going there to get your car and get your realignment checked out. You need to make sure that you don't pay with a credit card because that's how they get there. Nathan Lane? It was by sweet Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Hi, Ben. The first part was Jerry Lewis. It just turned into like gay Jew guy. <laughs> uh, it was like Professor Frank making out with Nathan Lane. <laughs> You've already heard my sweet Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot I have this one in here. It's your last one? Yeah, well, this is the one you're going to get this immediately. Michael Arios, make sure <laughs> that when you get your car picked up, that they don't try to shize you up with any of the crazy non-math. The Shiza. only math that you need is Terrence Howard's math. Non-math. One plus one is three. <laughs> as long as you have enough crystals around you for it. <laughs> I think we can go out. I can, I can, I can work with this initial list. And I feel like we just, I'll take out the anime ones, the ones that you don't get. And then I feel like we just bring in like five new ones a piece. We have a big list here to work off of. Yeah. This will be a long term. Yeah. Thing. Like I said, check out the deadline yourself, but I'm pretty sure it was end of October. All right. There we go. That's going to do it for the episode. I want Terry to like message us after this. She's like, all of those were awful. All uh-huh. of those. Oh, I feel like, yeah. Although you didn't do many yourself, so I don't know. Maybe you've got hidden talents in the, the back. No, I'm going to have to noodle it around and see who I got. Lying in the pocket. We also have our sweet Lewis voice. <laughs> For someone that nobody else listening to the podcast gets, but the two of us were like, that's amazing. That's a perfect Lewis. It's perfect. Grizzled surfer. You got it. <laughs> Alright, that's good to do it, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Super Larios Brother Show. <laughs>